Oh, you boys, they my brothers, they my friends. Yeah. I let Coach Sumlin, yeah. I let the stoop. The entire first half, we got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money, and all we wanted to do was have pouty expressions on our face. Welcome to the Around the Twelve podcast. My name is Tanner Price, and I'm here with my co-host, Greg Hawker. Greg, what did you think about uh, the basketball games this week? That's what we're going to get to. <laughs> yeah, I just know. What about, what about the, dove straight into it. What about the, the baseball games this week? Did you watch any of them? Were they even on TV? Um, if you have, if you know somebody, they're on. They were on TV, but... I don't know that. I don't know that person. <laughs> no, I did not watch any baseball games. Well, anyways... Uh, just to jump right into it real quick. Baseball, top 25. Uh, TCU is ranked number 10. They, they're uh, 4-3 record. Oklahoma State is ranked number 12 at a 4-3 record. And Texas Tech is 24th, having an 8-0 record. That's kind of interesting, but it also depends on the opponent you play. And as we're speaking, this is a Thursday night, uh, March 2nd. We're in March now. We're ready for March Madness. Um, but these baseball records and rankings are cumulative up until the, up until the Monday. So that would be, that would have been earlier this week. So now they come come out the same (coughs) day basketball does. Exactly. So, so these rankings don't include any games that have been played throughout this week. So, uh, that's just something I thought I would note because those records are not exactly what they are now. Um, speaking of records, speaking of records. We've we did not have a good we did not do good this last week. We didn't no, have a good basketball was, week. It was rough. <clears throat> it was rough. We <laughs> I mean we both stayed uh we, we, we avoided the sub five hundred category, but we both went five and five, which um with a few gimmies in there, really I think all of the fifty fifty games we just whiffed on. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I we didn't have the same picks, but there was there was a couple of surprises. And then there was a few, I would say the picks that we had different, uh, again, I think I got a few right, and then you got a few right, so it evened out at the end. Exactly. I also think one game we were a little bit Homer-ish on. Yeah, maybe a little bit too positive. Um, Yeah. But uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I might be doing that again this week, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing quite yet. But, so, my record through... I don't even through basically the entire, the entire season, the entire conference play. Yes, right. Didn't we start this the start of conference play? Um, I think so. Yeah, we. It, but this also includes like the SEC challenge and a couple, yeah. a couple non-con games here and there. Excuse me, I got a, <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat or something today. But my record, uh, up up to this point in the season is fifty-one and thirty, and Greg's record is fifty-three and twenty-eight. So he still holds that two-game lead over me. I feel pretty good. I yeah. feel pretty good going into the last the yeah. last weekend of the season. I mean, I think we picked enough games to where hypothetically you could catch up, but um, I feel pretty good. So yeah, we'll have to see. Maybe we'll include some. Well, maybe we'll include the Big Twelve tournament in these records. Definitely not the March maybe, Madness maybe tournament. The, maybe we could do the first round, but then I don't know how we'd go from there because then that would be because then if you get. You get a, oh, if yeah. you get the first one wrong. <clears throat> if you get one wrong, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Well, we will see what we're going to do there. But 
And also, I was something I was thinking about. Um, so next week, we're going to release the podcast on uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night. So Greg and I, one thing I was thinking about, we can just pop this right up, right out right now. Um, I was thinking, Greg, this is this is up to Greg to for us to debate. But what if we filled out our brackets while while we're recording the podcast? That's a really good idea. So actually. we have we don't make any prior pricks picks. We just fill it out while we're recording so that we can get each other's raw reactions to what we think is going to happen. All right, we'll 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 do it. I'll uh, I'll come prepared, but don't uh, we, we won't have a um, we won't have anything to reference in the sense that we will know what the other's picking yeah exactly um okay so that's enough talk about that greg we have some basketball news from this last week that affects iowa state would you like to expound upon that please yeah back-to-back weeks we've had a um sort of dismissal from a, a team caleb grill um iowa state's senior guard was uh dismissed from the team this week uh, Iowa State, I believe, said it was a failure to perform to team expectations. They left that very vague. We don't need to get into um, the specifics because no one really knows the specifics. Uh, but definitely a hit to Iowa State. We'll get to this in a second, but they have been sliding even with Caleb Girls, so now losing him. Um, they are uh, a virtual lock for the tournament. However, I, I don't think any Iowa State fans sit in there feeling confident right now. Exactly. Um, um, like we said last week, you just, you, you wish the best for the guy. You hope that everything is okay. Everything, maybe it's a family, who knows what it is, but you just hope that he's okay as a person and eventually, hopefully will maybe not come back to the team necessarily, but succeed in basketball. Yeah. I'm not even sure if he has any eligibility left. I think this was his senior year, but with the whole COVID year, who knows, maybe, maybe yep. he's got an extra one somewhere. Yep. But we wish him the best. and. Hopefully we can, well, maybe we can find out what, what happened there. But, Greg, so we, we kind of talked about our our lackluster performance this past week. Let's let's run through some of these results. So Kansas State beats Oklahoma State by five in Stillwater. This is what I was talking about when we maybe picked a little homerish. It was definitely, for me, a homer pick, but I will say... I was banking on that fact that Kansas State struggled on the road. Me too. Um, I mean, this was the first road win they had gotten in a month and a half. So uh, I don't think that we were completely uh, out there in left field by picking Oklahoma State to win this game. And uh, yeah, they, Oklahoma State did not play well. Um, and, and that's been a trend as of late. Uh, they just really struggled to uh, they struggled to move the ball. Um, they just will go on two to three to even five or six minute spurts where they just don't even make a shot. Um, and against a team like Kansas State, you can't do that. Um, Kansas State's just a really good shooting team, and, and they will score points. Yeah, they also proved that they're getting, well, just in this in this one game, um, they proved that they can win on the road, even though they haven't necessarily pro- proven that all year. But, yeah, that's that's definitely good to see. From Kansas State, Marquise Noel had twenty-two and eight. So it, it kind of seems. I mean, he's definitely he's obviously their best player. Um, as he goes, I think they go. Uh, especially like you said, when they do get on the road um, and struggle to 
or have struggled, I should say, to close out some of these games on the road. Um, I think he really needs to be the one to step up. And he did in this game. So Yeah, for sure. And then Kansas beats West Virginia by two in Lawrence. This this is not what I expected at all. West Virginia put up a good fight. Um, and, and I think Kansas got away with two wins this week that maybe they wouldn't have gotten away with had it not been in Allen Fieldhouse. Um, they played they played well enough to win, I'll say that. But uh, again, I think I said something like this last week. When you're... When you're a top, you know, one, two, three team in the Big 12, you don't want to have every single game come down to the wire. Um, you want to have a couple of blowout wins, and Kansas has this year, uh, but this one against West Virginia could have very easily been, I think. Um, and they, uh, they just, I mean, they were able to come out with the win, which is what matters ultimately. But yeah, just just looking at the box score, you can really tell West Virginia's scoring was concentrated on. Two guys, Eric Stevenson being the highest scorer in this game. But Kansas did a really good job of dispersing their scoring throughout their starters, but then their bench only scored three points. They don't really have a bench. Yeah. Um, and I think that if if they have one, that will be their weakness come. Well, it has been their weakness. But come uh, tournament time, in the single elimination games, I mean, if two or three guys get in foul trouble and you're needing to rely on your bench to score – that will uh, that might come back to hurt them. Yep. But then, anyway. then we have Baylor beating Texas by nine in Waco. I think <clears throat> what did I have? I think I had Texas. You had Baylor in this yes. one. Yeah. You predicted it right. Um, that's that's a really really good win by te- by Baylor. Excuse me. Yeah, and um, I mean both of these teams uh, top in the Big Twelve. I believe now. Uh, I believe now that that our uh, Baylor and Texas should be tied for second. Um, uh, Kansas State, Baylor, and Texas are tied for second. That's incredible. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, yeah, no. I mean, uh, before this week started, though, uh, Texas had a two game lead. I mean, they were tied for first. They had a two game lead on on Baylor, and so uh, Baylor getting the win here, and then um, Texas falling, uh, and, and we'll talk about this in a second, but Texas falling to TCU later in the week uh, allowed Baylor to catch up in the in the conference standings. Yeah, for sure. And then we have OU beating Iowa State by 11 in Ames. That was a little, a little shocking to me. It was the most surprising game of the week. Yep. I didn't see it coming. I, I think we, we both breezed over this pick and, and just didn't even really put – much thought into it. Um, and I think we've talked about this before, but it's surprising to me that OU is still playing hard despite their record, uh, losing record at that. Um, not just, just nothing really to, to play for at this point. Um, but they're playing hard. I mean, they've, they've won two now where they beat Kansas state, uh, in Norman a week or two ago. And then they went on the road to beat Iowa state. It's surprising to me. Yep. Yeah. Very, very low scoring game, ugly game, depending on how you look at it. Um, Some people might view that as a beautiful game when your total score is, what was it? 111, I guess. 60 to 61 to 50. That's, it's pretty, pretty ugly game. But yeah. Our last game on Saturday, or from this last Saturday, would be TCU beating Texas Tech by one in Lubbock. 
it really looks like Tech is turning it up. They are, and and man, they would have liked to have won this game. This would have put them in a really, really good spot to to be more firmly in the on the bubble. Um, so it's a it's a tough loss. Uh, it wouldn't have been a tough considered a tough loss like three weeks ago when they were zero and eight in conference. Uh, but now that they've made this late late season push, this is a tough one to 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 let go. Yep, I mean they lost. They've lost their last two games. Um, one to TCU, who's top twenty-five team. Kansas, top five team. So, it's, they're good but bad losses in this. In this, like in the same. They sentence. just can't afford anymore, right? Like, even though they're not, they're losing to top ten teams. They've already lost. You know, they they started off zero and eight, so there wasn't really a lot of room for error, even with these top, even with these top schools. Yep. So then we move on to Big Monday. Uh, February 27th, uh, we have Baylor beating Oklahoma State by six in Stillwater. We both predicted this. Baylor's just, they're on a heater right now. There's no, they were were also without their best player. And I always blank on, on his name. Um, Flagler? No, they had Flagler. He went off. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, geez. Hold on. I got you. You got it. You got it, Greg. Hold on. TV timeout. Just kidding. Keontae, if we had a sponsor, Keontae George. If we had a Keontae sponsor, George. If we had a sponsor, we could take a TV timeout, but we don't have one. There's your, yet. there's your, your plug. Yeah, Keontae George. He didn't play, um, and and he's averaging, he's averaging sixteen a, yeah, he's averaging sixteen a game this year. So, uh, I think that they just said it was um, soreness in his knee, something along those lines. I was actually at this game though. He warmed up. It was more of a probably a precautionary. He thing. he warmed up and was basically standing the entire game. So I, I really don't think he's that hurt. I don't think Baylor has anything to worry about. Um, Baylor fans, I mean. But yeah, this one was not nearly as close as the score suggests. Baylor was up by ten to fifteen the majority of the game. I will. I, Tanner's going to give me a lot of crap for this. So I was at this game with a coworker. It was in Stillwater, hour away from home. Did you and leave early? This is an 8 p.m. game, so it was like it was 10 p.m. Of course, we were down. Of course, you did. Oklahoma State was down 17 with four <laughs> minutes to go, and we kind of looked at each other and we were like, "He's like, yeah, it's up to you." And I was like, "Oklahoma State's not coming back from this. You couldn't do it for the pod." You know, I didn't think that the last four minutes of four minutes of garbage time between Oklahoma State and Baylor was going to make the podcast, but <laughs> well, here we are, Greg. <laughs> but, yeah, I will say I did go back and watch the highlights in depth of those last four minutes because I was very confused after having watched the entire game uh, how Oklahoma State managed to do that because they could not get anything rolling uh, offensively, uh, and every every time that they did get a couple of baskets, Baylor would come back and hit a three, get a stop, hit another three. So. Yeah. Uh, really not a not a not a great game, but they made the score respectable. So. Yep. And then the other game from Big Monday, West Virginia beats Iowa State by three in Ames. So, what's wrong with Iowa State? Yeah, I I am not sure. West Virginia is definitely boosting themselves right now. That, yeah, that was that was really good for West Virginia, and they got Iowa State at a great time. Um. This would not have been a win, you know, in my opinion, two or three weeks ago. No. Uh, I mean, it, it could have been. It could have been. But Iowa State has now lost. Remember when we were talking about their undefeated They were 12-0. Record? They were 12-0, and now they're 13-3. and So they're 
They lost one and, and three. And in the their thing last is, four. is they've lost two, three out of the four lowest teams in the Big Twelve in in Oklahoma State, OU, OU. and now West Virginia. Yep. Um. All all at home, um, which has severely hurt their um their resume. Yeah, I'm. They're still they're still solidly in the. They're in, but I I mean when you're when you're you want to do more than just be in. Like Oklahoma State and West Virginia and even Tech right now, they would just love to just be in in general. But every other team in the conference that's currently going to be in the tournament would like to just even one more seed, just get a little higher because it just lessen it ultimately lessens your chance of losing early. So yep. And then from Tuesday, February 28th, Kansas beat Texas Tech by three in Lawrence. And along with this win, they also won the regular season conference championship, which I don't know how much weight you put on that. I think the it just the adds actual, to Bill Self's resume. I think the actual <laughs> I think the tournament itself is more important because you can like you can lose games throughout the season, but when it comes to tournament time, like you 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 win or you go home. Yeah, I think both are for sure, something to be proud of. Um, and yeah, I mean, this adds to Bill Self's resume of, I think, I think his streak was broken like three years ago or four years ago, but they had won like, I don't know, however many con- like regular so, season yes. conference championships in a row. Um, but yeah, I guess to shift the focus off of Kansas a little bit, Tech is four points away. They lost by a combined four points this week to top 25 teams. And mm-hmm. and even if they got one of those, I mean, they're a, like, I mean, okay, if they got two of those, they might be in the tournament. They probably oh. are. Oh yeah. If they get one, they're right around, just just right there on the bubble. Yeah. In, in those first four in or last four out. So, um, but yeah. So Kansas on Tuesday won a they clinched a share of the conference uh, regular season conference championship. And then the following day, Wednesday, uh, TCU beat Texas by two in Fort Worth, which ultimately uh, gave Kansas the um, sole sole first place uh, prize for the regular season title. Yep. Yep. Are you – okay, so you just mentioned TCU beat Texas by two. Are you at all worried about the last two games from Texas, or is this just – Two of the top teams playing against each other and going along with the trend throughout the season, you pick the home team. Is that kind of what this what this is? I'm not worried. Um, I'll I might be slightly concerned if Texas drops one earlier in the conference tournament um, than expected. But I I believe that I I think I picked them to go zero and two. Because I, I yes I did I picked them to go because I I did pick Baylor to beat them and I believe I picked mm. TCU as well yeah, that's right. and when I did that I did hesitate a little bit because I was like okay they're the, at the time they were tied for for first in the Big Twelve and I, I was like I'm picking this team to go zero and two this week um, but I went ahead and did it anyway and, and I can't like this was probably the only thing I have to brag about prediction wise this week because other than that I was really bad <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm I'm not too worried. To answer your question, okay. If you're a Texas fan, are you are you worried? Um, if if it, I'm not. I'm definitely not worried if they lose to to Kansas this upcoming week. Um, but 
yeah, an early an early loss in the tournament to an Oklahoma or an Oklahoma State, the way things are shaping out right now, yeah, I'll be worried at that point. But no, I don't think so. I think I think they've proven it. Um, but we'll have to see when it comes tournament time. And then the last game of the week, Kansas State beat Oklahoma by a or whoa, I was gonna say eleven by sixteen in Manhattan. I was thinking of the other OU game. This week. <laughs> um, that's just a good solid win. Kansas State need. I mean, Kansas At State. You, you have to have, especially because oh, you beat them in in Norman just like two weeks ago, which mm-hmm. was funny. That was another game that that completely blindsided us. Because I think at this point, we I don't I don't think either of us has picked OU to win a basketball game in like three or four weeks. weeks. Yep. Uh, which that's not to say that they can't win because obviously they've proven otherwise, but. Uh, just in terms of odds, and they are the worst team in the conference uh, at the current moment. So, yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, that that rounds out the the last weekend games, and we will cover the the actual last five games this upcoming weekend in a minute. But I just want to run through the top twenty five rankings, which are becoming more and more obsolete. Well, the so pro- more- this is probably the second to last time we'll do this. Yep. They're becoming more and more obsolete the the more I've gotten into it, but here we go anyways. Uh, Kansas is ranked number three, Baylor at seven, Texas at nine, Kansas State at 11, TCU at 22, Iowa State and West Virginia both received votes. West Virginia received one vote, so I wonder whoever that AP voter was. <laughs> Probably the same person that voted for Oklahoma State <laughs> That's the true. other week. Uh, the only notable thing about this is for the first time, I think, since uh, November or December even, uh, Iowa State's not in the top 25. Uh, the Big 12 has had a consistent six teams with a seventh team, pretty much West Virginia, in and out, I believe. Or has West Virginia been ranked? No. no they haven't? No, but they've received Who? votes basically mm-hmm. all year. Did was we, there no, a that point was, that we had seven? I don't think so. Not not since we've been going in-depth in basketball every episode, I don't think. Um, but we do, yeah, West Virginia receives votes every week, so they're in that 20, 26 to 30 range probably. Yep. Um, but yeah, notable that Iowa State fell out for the first time in a couple months. Yep. And since it's March, it's March, baby. Finally. I think it's, I think it's time for Bracketology with Greg. March is my favorite month, I think. Really? Not February? Not my birthday month? Come on. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the Super Bowl? I mean, the NBA All-Star Game? You're really convincing me with the NBA All-Star Game. <laughs> That's what I want to see in my free time. <laughs> no. Um, this, it's going to be a fun couple of weeks. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, we'll uh, we'll do, I think these, I think these segments will, will get, this one will probably be a little longer and then next week's. I'm assuming will also be a little bit longer as well. Um, but we can go ahead and run through the seating. Again, this is, we're going off of Joe Lenardi's. Uh, for whatever reason, he doesn't like to update it before we record on Thursdays. He's like a consistent, like, we'll update it on Tuesdays type of guy. And then we'll do it again on Friday. Which is weird. It is weird because you have a lot of games on, on Tuesday night and Wednesday, and, that, yeah, Wednesday. That, that you miss. Um but for the most part, what I'm going to say is it's it, at this point, it's not really affecting anything. And I, and I will mention some of the games that uh, could affect these seedings. So uh, Kansas 
is currently projected as a one seed. They very well could, especially if they beat Texas this week and and or win the conference tournament, they could be the number one seed in the whole tournament. Hey, remember, what was it, last week or two weeks ago when I said what if Kansas wins out, do they get the number one overall yeah. seed? And it's, I, it's looking like it. I, I think that they have a very good case for it. Um, and, and, yeah, especially if they win the conference tournament, I think that they should be, uh, even if they were to lose at Texas uh, this week. Uh then we have, speaking of Texas, we have Texas, Baylor, and Kansas State all sitting at two seeds. Uh, I don't believe that Texas's loss to TCU would affect this. Uh, obviously, this this game or that game is not being considered in these projected seedings, but I don't think that that affects it. I think Texas has been a pretty firm two. They've been a borderline one, actually, most of the time we've been uh, talking about this. So I think that they're still sitting pretty solid at a two. Uh, TCU out of five, they could move up to four after that win against Texas. I mean, either either way, as a five seed, you kind of want to you want to move around. Oh man, we're gonna have a lot of fun with those five twelve matchups. Um, yeah, I four four is much much preferred over a five. Um, but yeah, I I think that with the win against Texas. Um, and then they go at OU this week, so that should be a win for them. Uh, they 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 should go up to four uh, the next time we talk about this, um, which will be next Tuesday. Um, and then Iowa State has fallen to a seven seed. Uh, now, when did what? Oh, I know we just covered this. What day did they play West Virginia again? They played West Virginia. That was on, on Monday. Monday. Yep. Okay, so this so his his projected seedings do count for the Monday game. So Iowa State is at a seven. Uh, and West Virginia is at an 11. Um, so both of those teams are in. West Virginia probably still needs to do a little bit more to feel comfortable. Uh, and then the other two teams being considered, Oklahoma State now finds themselves on the first four out. They are the, uh, I believe, second second team out um, or third team out. One of the, I believe they're second. Um, they're going to need some help at this point. Uh, they didn't do themselves any favors. They had an opportunity to uh, win at home against Kansas State, less so against Baylor, but even with the uh, Keontae George injury and him not playing, they could have, had they played better, that could have been a win easily, I think. Um, and so they're going to need some help. They're going to need to beat Texas Tech, um, and, and we'll get to our predictions in a second, but Oklahoma State will play at Texas Tech on Saturday. That is is a must win um, for Oklahoma State. They cannot afford to lose the last regular season game, and then they will have to win. They will definitely have to win their first round matchup. I was going to say, is it going to take a Texas Tech-Oklahoma State uh, Big 12 championship game for them both to get in? Texas Tech may... No. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think... Again, this is this is me with my Big 12 glasses on, um, only seeing things from the perspective of this is the toughest basketball conference in the country. Um, so I don't know what the committee is, is is thinking, but what I think Oklahoma State needs is to win at Texas Tech and then to win their first conference tournament game and then put up a fight in that second round matchup. Because that second round matchup is going to be more than likely against Kansas, Kansas State or Texas? 
because they'll be playing the two seed. Or, or, or Baylor, because they're all tied. Or Baylor, yeah. So they're, they're going to have to put up a fight. Um, and, and I'm not saying they have to win, but I'm saying they, they can't lose by 20 or 15, even for that matter. It, it's, it's, it's gotta single, be single digits. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, unless you're fouling at the end and they hit like six or seven free throws. I mean, it's the committee is going to be watching at this point. Um, not that there aren't already watching, but there's simply too many basketball games to watch. You have to look at the box scores for some of these and watch highlights. Um, they will be watching this tournament and, They'll have to put up a fight. So that's that's for Oklahoma State. Texas Tech is currently listed as the in the next four out category. Um, so they they definitely have even more work to do than OSU does. So they're I would consider Tech a long shot at this point, but I still don't think that they need to win the whole conference tournament to make it. I would say they need to make a run. They need to yeah they need to make a run. They need to beat Oklahoma State, which is. Funny because only one of those two is going to happen. I mean, one of those teams, they yeah. both need a win. Only one's going to get that. So Texas Tech needs to beat Oklahoma State at home. Uh, if they lose to OSU, I would say it's over. Um, they, I don't think unless, they have a chance. Unless they win the, the that, that That's true. That's true. Um, so they need to beat Oklahoma State. Um, and then they will more than likely end up in a first-round matchup against uh, West Virginia. Is, is, is what the most likely scenario will be. Um, there's also a scenario in which they play their way to a seven seed and play OU, um, depending on who wins and loses this week. But they'll need to win that, and I would say they'll need to win whoever they play in the second round too. Even which though will be most likely Kansas, Kansas, um, or yeah, it, it will be one of the top four teams in the, in the conference. Um, and then if at that point, if you've won three in a row, including one against the top you know 15 team in the country, then you have a really good case. Um, man, I still don't know if they'd get in though. They they might have to win. They might have to make it all the way to the conference championship. It'll be it'll be an interesting thing for sure. Um, I'm really excited. I'm I can't wait for next week. Did you see some of the announcements that the Big Twelve made regarding the conference tournament this year? Like the food, the food, yes. And then Shaq is going to be a DJ. <laughs> I can't wait for that. I wish I wish we were going. That would be so. I fun. was going to say we need to maybe if we can grow the pod in the coming years, we need to get like a like a sponsored trip to and around the twelve trip with Greg and Tanner and all the listeners to Kansas City. <laughs> that would be a blast. Have some have some good barbecue and then also all the all the teams' food. I was going to say. Oh man! And for be... those of you that don't know what we're talking about, the Big Twelve announced. Uh, one like food that they'll be serving at the tournament uh, for each to brand it after each team. So I, I don't know, I don't remember what I think Texas has some like Longhorn enchiladas. Whoa! I don't. I I I could I could pull it up, but it'd probably take too much time. Uh, I think Oklahoma State. I don't remember what they are. Um, some TC- someone has a Dr Pepper float. TCU has like uh like chili covered. T- Tater tots, basically, but it's like fancier than that. It's not just like I mean, I mean, chili cheese. Don't get me wrong, from it's Sonic. All, it's all gonna be <laughs> it's all gonna be stadium food, but it's 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 funny. I think Kansas State they've uh, I, I forget what the main dish is, but they've got like some purple relish. Mm. I don't really know how I feel about that, but I mean, it's creative for sure. I just so points to the Big Twelve. Oklahoma State is the uh, Mexican corn. That's, That's right. That's right. Okay, okay, enough talk about food. <laughs> You're making me hungry. Okay, so we have upcoming the final weekend of the regular season, Saturday, March 4th. It's going to be pretty big. Pretty big games we got here. 
So, like we were just talking about, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Greg, who do you have? I'm going to have to go homer with this, and that's only because I can't in my right mind pick Tech and then watch this game and cheer for OSU. So I'm going to pick Oklahoma State. I don't, I don't particularly feel great about this prediction. I won't lie to you, so I, I should take the emotions out and pick Tech. But uh, also to be different than you, possibly, uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma State. Um, gives me a chance to uh, further my lead in our predictions or, or for you to catch up. Okay, I don't need to go into a full uh, philosophical debate with you here, but I can and will pick Texas Tech because I think Texas Tech has been on a roll. They've lost their last two games by a combined four points. They're good at home. Lubbock is rowdy. Um, it's the final game of the season. They're desperate. I understand that Oklahoma State is desperate. I will be sitting on my couch. And They've been watching desperate for like two weeks, though. And watching as a fan of Oklahoma State, but I I have to pick Tech because... You're, you're doing what's called the good old emotional hedge. Yes. That, that's that's where your philosophy comes from. Yes. And I, I, I respect it. I've done it before, but it never feels good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but for the podcast and, and making up games on... On you, I'm in. <laughs> okay, then we have Iowa State at Baylor. Um, Iowa State's just not a great road team, and Baylor's just on fire right now. So I'm gonna go with Baylor. Yeah, I'll go with Baylor too. I don't even. I don't know if Keontae George will play. I don't know if they'll need him to play. Iowa State's struggling right now, so I'll I'll take Baylor. Then we have Kansas State at West Virginia. I'm gonna take West Virginia. They need if I think if West Virginia can win this game against Kansas State uh, again, Kansas State's a top fifteen team in the country. Uh, they've got them at they've got Kansas State at, in Morgantown at home. Uh, if they can win this game, they'll I think they'll lock themselves into the tournament. Because remember, West Virginia's at an eleven seed. That by no means is safe at all. Um, but if they can beat, if they can get this marquee win against Kansas State. I would I would consider them pretty safe, and so you 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 know they'll want it. Same thing you said about Texas Tech, West Virginia, obviously tough place to play. I think they'll be I think their fans will show up, and and it'll be a good win for them. Yep, I could see that, but I am going to go with Kansas State. I think Kansas State needs a good solid win, solidify themselves uh, as the number two seed in the Big Twelve tournament. I. Marquise Noel has been playing very, very well recently. I think I think he's going to play well this weekend. Um, I'm sure Eric Stevenson from West Virginia is also going to play well. He's he's kind of been on fire recently, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Kansas State on this one. Then we have TCU at Oklahoma. Greg, TCU. I have TCU as well. I don't I don't think we need to have much debate on that one. No, I mean, unless OU pulls out any more surprises, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to take the safe pick here and go TCU. Yep. And then the big one. This one is, this is might be the prelude to the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, it, it really might be. We have Kansas at Texas. So you have that, that added bonus of Texas being at home if, if you're a Texas fan. So that, that'll sway. Um, in Texas's favor, but Greg, who you got? So I'm going to pick Texas, and here's why. It, it has nothing to do with um, the the analytics of or statistical analysis of this game because I, I rarely pick games like that. Kansas has already won the regular season conference championship. The the and and, and Texas has has lost it. I mean I mean not that they they got 
they're tied for second right now. So it's not like they, uh, it's not like they're 10th or anything like that. But the pressure of this game could have come down to whoever wins this wins the conference championship. Um, and last week when we recorded, like we've mentioned, they were both tied. So that's what it was shaping up to be. Uh, Texas has dropped two straight since. Um, and so in my opinion, I think the pressure's off and I think they'll go out in front of their home crowd, play well and, uh, make one game up on, on, on Kansas, solidify themselves as a two seed. So you're going with Texas. I'm going with Kansas. Kansas's starting five is probably the best starting five in the country. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about that. We were talking about their bench earlier, but I think, I think just the starting five, uh, Grady Dick, Jalen Wilson, Dewan Harris, like those those guys are dudes, and I think that they're going to pull this game out and basically solidify themselves not only as a one seed, which I honestly think they've already done, but solidify themselves as the number one overall seed. Mm. So okay. I think that that's that that is what this game is going to be about. But yeah, that's. That's all we have for you guys this week. Greg, do you have anything for the listeners? I'm just excited. Uh, glad it's March. I'm, I'm ready. Uh, we'll um, definitely be, I'm sure, posting, uh, reminding people that we'll be recording on Tuesday. Uh, and and we'll, we'll get it up. Hopefully our brackets, uh, it, it'll be practice. It'll be practice. Yep, for the real thing. But yep. we're excited for the conference tournament. Maybe when maybe when you uh, you listen to the podcast next week, you'll have your your Big Twelve bracket in front of you, and you'll be filling it out along with us. We'll see what happens. Um, also, please let us know in the comments of our posts, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, if you guys like the like the kind of the box scores that we're doing. I made I made those on Canva, so I hope you like my graphic design. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we're trying to we're trying to increase our social media presence. So any um, advice that you have for us or anything you would like us to do, we would greatly appreciate that. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it. We will see you guys next week preparing for the Big 12 tournament and March Madness. We thank you. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>